Hi, you're listening to Las Primas Dicen. This is our unfiltered truths about motherhood, teaching, and our life experiences. I'm Lolo, a 25-year-old mom to my two girls, Olivia and Elena, a wife, an eighth grade teacher, and I'm here to show that there's beauty in the struggle. And I'm Pam, a wife, a first-time mom to my baby boy Elias, seven years strong in the teaching game, and a current student of life. We want to say thank you to all our listeners who continue to come back and listen to what we have to say and who continue to give us feedback on our social media. You can follow us at Las Primas Dicen. And yeah, just thank you for always encouraging us and keeping the interest up so that we can continue to make uh, these episodes for you guys. Pam? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you to all of our followers. Um, so let's just get into it because prior to um, actually starting starting the episode, we had been talking about this a little bit. Um, so basically today's episode is about Alondra's anxiety. <laughs> and not only Alondra's anxiety, but I guess like anxiety in general. But one of the things that I feel like I'm recently finding out about you, and it's crazy because we grew up together, I'm recently finding out that you are a very anxious person, like extremely anxious. Um, so I don't know, like more recently you've, well, I actually don't know if more recently you've been triggered by something or if something has triggered your anxiety in the recent weeks where like you're feeling overwhelmed or whatnot, like, I don't know. Do you feel like, so like, why do you feel like you have anxiety? What are your triggers or what brings this anxiety on? Is it one thing or is it multiple things? Okay. So before we, you know, started recording, I was explaining to Pam and something she had not really noticed about me, even though she's my cousin has known me all my life. <laughs> Um, I've always been extremely, extremely anxious, like for little things, stuff that it has, there's no reason why somebody should be anxious about these things. I was explaining to her how I go to the store and I literally get anxious getting closer to the cash register. Like if I'm in line and there are people in front of me and I'm like the next to go or whatever, my heart is literally like, like, you know what I mean? And, and I laugh about it and I joke about it, but really in that moment, I'm seriously like, I want to jump ship. Like somebody come pay for my shit. Like, I don't want to do this. But recently what's been happening is I've been feeling a little bit stressed about the fact that like school is going to start. And the fact that I feel like I have no real structure, not only with like my kids and their like routines, but with myself, I feel like I say, oh, I'm going to go to sleep at like eight. And then it's one in the morning and I'm still awake. So as the days approach that I'm going to have to start going to school, like I have to go on Monday, um, even though there's no kids yet, but I have to go on Monday and I'm already like freaking out. I started biting all my nails. That's one of my coping mechanisms, right? Which is a negative coping mechanism. I literally bit off like all the skin around my nails and I don't eat it. Okay. I just bite it and like flick it. And my nail lady, when I went to do my nails was like, Oh my God, (laughs) what have you done? So I'm just trying to like my whole life. I've been trying to understand like where my anxiety comes from and I don't know really where it is it's just I don't know there's so many things that I feel like uncomfortable with like I was also explaining to Pam if somebody is delivering food to my house or whatever like my husband has to open the door I feel very uncomfortable with that especially and this is the weird part of that especially if the delivery man or something is like a male and I have never had any like traumatic experiences with like 
you know, males in the past. I really haven't. But for some reason, if it's a male, it's like my husband has to open the door. Like a female, I still don't want to open the door, but I will. It's super weird. So is it like a social anxiety or something? Because I feel like um, the common, the commonality, I guess, that I can see in those experiences, it's like that you're having to deal with like strangers. Like when you're going to go pay for something, it's like this person who you don't know. When someone's delivering food, it's this person who you don't know. Do you feel like just strangers in general treat yeah. you? I feel like I am anxious in general, regardless, but I feel like definitely with strangers, it's even more. That's why I don't put myself, I always say I'm an introverted no 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 I'm an extroverted introvert like my personality is very extrovert and I could talk to cualquiera but I don't really put myself in those positions to be talking to people you know what I mean so I'm very like homebody closed off and yeah I guess you could say that strangers like trigger it I when I was in uh, my undergrad years I did a internship right I did an internship um working with kids who had social anxiety. And when I was working with these kids, I was like, dude, I swear that I had this. <laughs> like, I swear. In working through my internship, I realized that, like, I think I was that kid and I never got, like, proper help. Because these are kids that will talk to, like, their parents and their moms and then whatever. And then when they get to school, they won't talk to nobody. <laughs> they won't talk to the teacher. They won't talk to... And I was that kid. I literally, in school, I was always, like, a straight-A student, but I was not going to be the kid that was going to raise their hand and volunteer and shit. Like, so no. So what are, like, the coping mechanisms for people who have social anxiety? Listen, I'm still trying to figure that out, okay? <laughs> I will say this. I try to find anything that's going to bring me, like, comfort, you know? So, and that's one of the things that I'm saying. Like, one of the negative things was that biting my nails brought me comfort. Like, I would be there ch chewing away, and it's like, you know, that's something I'm trying to take away from. But other things, literally just simple shit, like remembering to breathe, dude. Like stuff they tell you um, when they do like those exercises, like breathe in, breathe out. And I've been teaching Olivia that when Olivia has her like terrible two tantrums, I literally sit her down. I hug her and literally she's there like kicking and screaming and I'm hugging her and I'm like, OK, let's breathe. I've been teaching her like breathe in, breathe out. And I have to do that to myself. I literally have to stop and be like you know yeah <laughs> so yeah that is important and then literally this is something recent i've been doing just like when i am going through stuff like that i stop and i give myself like the positive affirmations like i'm okay mm. i'm strong i could talk to these people i could do it you know what i mean and i never did that as a kid i would just like stress the fuck out and like go into a panic attack but now i talk myself down i'm just like okay we're good. Like acknowledge what you're feeling and then give yourself some positive talk and like, you know, bring yourself down. So I've been doing that, but I'm still, girl, I'll be anxious about <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like that's something that I guess that I feel like I never knew about you, that you had this social anxiety. I, I can, um, I can relate, I guess, more with the feeling of the stress that now school is about to open yeah. and just we've been on summer break for you know since June the beginning of June we've been in summer break and we've just been like lounging in our pajamas all day and just chilling chilling <laughs> and now it's like we're gonna be thrown into the battle zone again and 
I definitely can, you know, see like how that makes you anxious. I feel like, but what are you doing as far as trying to bring yourself that, that structure? Like, do you feel like you are actively doing something at this moment or you know because I feel like sometimes people who have anxiety kind of maybe um similar to people who deal with depression where some people kind of allow it allow that to just kind of take over yeah and like when you're so overwhelmed about something and you know you have to do so much you end up doing nothing and you just end up being in bed the whole day so where do you think you are on that spectrum Honestly, I have been like that for a very long time. And even last year, when I would like have to lesson plan or whatever, I would literally be so stressed about the fact that I had to lesson plan that I would like never get there. I would get there like at the last minute and then be like still freaking out. But I've gotten better about it. Like I'm telling you, I literally talk myself down now and I figure out like, okay, I'm going to take this time. I'm going to do this even if I don't finish it, like get a little bit of it done. That's what I was telling you with school. I have been like, getting into it like planning i already had like i went back into like my first day powerpoint type thing you know so i am slowly you know trying to do things to make sure that i have less anxiety because i'm not that worried about making sure that everything's done uh but i still am not that good at it i'm i'm like you're saying sometimes my anxiety obviously my anxiety is not like a hundred not a hundred you know what i feel like it's pretty moderate i don't think it's like severe but um i'm still super anxious enough to the point where a lot of the times that's what happens to me i just end up like laying around and not getting nothing done it's like my bra- my brain will be saying let's say like exercise my brain will be saying i want to exercise i want to exercise i have to exercise and then i'm so anxious about it that i do not do it yeah i just like and then i get so pissed off at myself it's frustrating it's very frustrating yeah i feel you i i think that when it comes to school or work I think that like when you're at work, if possible, doing as much as you can there and then not bringing any of that home with you, I feel like will lessen your anxiety. I think that Mm -hmm. because you've been home this whole time, it's kind of like, like you have to do things at home or maybe you might feel that way, but sometimes like carp, I don't know how to pronounce that word, carpamentalizing, <laughs> you know, Carpena- like, I know it's, yes, yes, I don't know, <laughs> mentalizing, that's not it, you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. though, like, when you put things in boxes, you know, yes, 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 so, like, you're gonna do work stuff at work, and then, yeah, yeah, you know, when it's time to be home with your family, it's time to be home with your family and it's not mm-hmm. time for you to be working. But when you're working, it's not time for you to be doing family things when you're at work. Okay, but that's the thing that it gets kind of like rocky in the fact that for the last, I don't know how many months, whatever, I was working from home after I had my baby. So it's kind of like my home and my work life were like mixed in together. Yeah. So, and I did take the little break, like we're saying now that summer vacation is coming, but now I'm feeling hella anxious about going back to school and everything. And I know I'll be fine. I'm just that kind of, you know, I'm that kind of person. And sometimes literally like just the anticipation, I feel like that's me where I think that I'm not, I'm not an anxious person. But I feel like the anticipation of like starting the new year gives me a little bit of like uh, this weird sensation like in my stomach, you know? I mean, I feel like I'll be looking at people like you that are not fucking anxious and it makes me more anxious. 
anxious, especially with like teachers. These teachers be out here like, I'm ready. Like I got all my stuff ready. We about to set up this classroom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no. But I guess it's a good thing too, because sometimes I look at it like teachers, like you, not even teachers, just people, right? Like you and I'm like, damn, I need to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get it together. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that helps me is kind of just, I've kind of developed this this um this attitude of like what they're gonna do so it's like you know in in so many cases I find myself like well what what they're gonna do or like flow like water like sometimes like I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna decorate my classroom but if I don't get it perfect, what they like, what are they going to do? And if I do get it perfect, if it's the way I want, then I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's like an attitude thing, right? Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like when it comes to just teaching, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been doing it for seven years, mm-hmm. but I just feel like, I'm excited, but I'm also not taking myself like too seriously with it. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's a bunch of like I'm so excited to decorate my room. And I know there's a lot of teachers out there that like go hard and I go hard too. But I'm not like stressed out about it. I'm kind of like, eh, like like nonchalant about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm not really stressed uh, stressed out about like setting up my classroom or nothing like that. I'm more stressed about like my feelings because I know that I'm an anxious person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I am already ahead of time because I know how I'm going to feel those first couple of days at least. I'm already stressing hella because I know the position I'm going to be in. But it's not really that I'm stressed about like the work because I've been teaching for a couple of years now. I could do it, you know, and I do it well. And as far as what you're saying with like the class organization and stuff, I feel like my anxiety is part of the reason why I'm such like a simple teacher. Because Mm. if I do too much, I'm going to get too anxious. Yeah. I'm just like, even my classroom, I put up a couple of posters, do my bulletin board, like that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I don't go above and beyond because you're anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally care. I'm like, no, <laughs> I like looking at other teachers like, wow, that's so cute. My room ain't gonna be, like you that. know. But that's actually interesting that I didn't know that. Uh, even like, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that, like, oh, you don't go hard in your classroom decor because you get anxious about it. Yes. Mm. <laughs> It's kind of interesting because I always think like, are there other teachers who feel like me? Which I don't know if there is realistically. I'm sure there are. But I feel like for me personally, at least in my experience with teaching, I haven't never had like the, I don't know. The desire? Yeah, I guess to like do something like that. Like I have little things, you know, kind of little small themes, but I don't have nothing like huge, you know, let's say like you, like a Harry Potter theme, like busting out all the harry potter stuff i'm just like and all this stuff about like flexible seating and stuff honestly (laughs) this sounds like so bad i feel like flexible seating is really good but flexible seating makes me really anxious (laughs) i get like anxiety thinking that you know the kids they're gonna be flexible so i gotta be like you know what I mean? I don't know. Absolutely. For me, I'd rather you be at your desk, honey. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. It's very interesting. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> learning how your anxiety plays a role 
in your teaching that is mm-hmm. that is crazy that i i didn't know that and and you- i don't even spend so much time like grading stuff or anything like that because again my anxiety i grade stuff okay properly but i'm not gonna go out of my way to grade like every little thing because anxiety yeah <laughs> wow well <laughs> listen for this new year that we're heading into model tranquila y tropical you know, tranquila tropical, when things don't go your way, all you got to say is, you know what, tranquila tropical, what they going to do, <laughs> nothing like um, flow like water. I feel like that's, that's one thing that I guess like helps reduce when I am feeling like what I can consider anxious, because I'm not an anxious person. So mm-hmm. the moments that I do feel like not quite myself, I just, you know, I... I flow like water. I'm like, you know, it's not always going to go my way. Sometimes it's, I'm going to be a wave and crash. And sometimes I'm just going to, you know, be one with the ocean, but I just got to flow with it. Um, but let's see, as far as like your anxiousness at home goes. Well, anxiety at home is a little bit different. I feel like at home because I'm like in my element. I mean, school. Sorry, I burst. <laughs> <laughs> school I'm already feeling more comfortable you know when I'm in my class I'm like this is my home it's like my second home right but at home home I'm feeling more comfortable so I'm less anxious at home but then different things will like you know set me off a little bit like if Olivia's having a tantrum having a bad day or whatever like I get equally as like riled up is how you say that as her so different things like that but overall in my house I feel like a lot more comfortable it's when I leave my comfort zone (laughs) that I get like hella anxious, which is what I'm telling you right now. Me being anxious about school is more so about the fact that I got to leave my comfort zone again. Yeah. Like I've, I've gone out this summer, but very rarely, you yes. know, I've been like in my house. So now knowing, okay, you're going to be out of your comfort zone. And that's it. Like the school year is starting. So this is for months that we're going to keep going out and like, you know, I'm working, but I'm still like really, really anxious. So, and I think that this is going to be your first full year. Cause I think that your first year teaching, yeah. we left in, in March. Yeah. So this is going to be a long 10 months for you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I feel like you're that type of person that's like, I'm going to take all my days. <laughs> Bro, last year I took all my days, but it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because I got COVID and they, they made me use my personal days. Yeah. That should be against the law. You don't even have rollover days. Mm-mm, I don't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah even that even like when I was at school because I always have like stomach problems and stuff like that so even being at school and like let's say I want to leave early or whatever I feel bad I would have so much anxiety like messaging them like can I leave early <laughs> you know I would literally like have a hard I've said anxiety like 30 times at this point yeah, let's, yeah, do a little, yeah. let's do a little adult um game and every time I say anxiety take a shot <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So let's see, how can maybe like your, let's, let's say, how can people around you help you cope with your anxiety? Perhaps those people that you work with or even like your loved ones. So let's kind of talk about work, right? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like what is something that you feel like, if anything, people around you can do to help you cope? Well, 
I mean, I have my little teacher tribe, you know, everybody has it, but my teacher, Bestie, she literally is the one who like calms me down. She knows I got anxious and stuff. She comes into my classroom and she's like, how are you feeling today? Like, and she's just like, listen, do whatever. (laughs) She's like, chill, relax. Like, if you don't want to work too hard today, let me know. I'll send you a worksheet. Like... (laughs) You know, so just like, help like giving you out. affirmation, yes, and like just uh, letting you know that it's okay, yes, to not go above and beyond every day. Some days exactly. you just need to chill no, for a second. She says, she says I do too much because I literally lecture every. I'm a history teacher, but I literally lecture like every day. I have the kids do some activities and stuff like that, but I'm lecturing every day and the kids are taking notes every day. That's the kind of teacher that I am because when I was in school, at least for me, I know kids learn differently, but for me, I felt like notes was so important and writing it down was so important because even if I wasn't really paying attention to the teacher, I remember writing that shit down, you know? Yeah. So for me, I like notes. So I do that. She, she's like, you, you burn yourself out. You're lecturing all day, all day, all day. Like, once in a while, give a worksheet, whatever, you know, like you don't have to be an overachiever teacher. So, you know, what's interesting. It's like when you're at home and like you do your own, you know, like you calm yourself down. It's like, you know, that your teacher bestie does that for you, right? Like she has the ability to kind of talk you down. Mm-hmm. Good. Pretty much. But at school, I feel like most of the time, once I get like into the zone of things and I feel more comfortable, it goes back to comfortability, comfortability, right? Mm-hmm. Once I feel more comfortable, I'm like, good. It's just certain times, like, for instance, when you got to talk to parents. Oh, mm-hmm. my Even though and that I, brings me anxiety, too. No, and I'm good at talking about talking to parents. Like, once I'm talking to them, I'm good. But leading up to it, like, parent-teacher <laughs> conferences, open house, bro, you don't know. <laughs> I'd be having, like, three hours before, I'd be having a tachycardia, like, and then they pull up and I'd be trying to act cool as hell, like, oh, hello, hello. Yeah, that is definitely a nerve-wracking moment. I feel like when I have to talk to parents, I always, like, expect the worst. Like, I always expect the parents to be crazy. And, like, in my head, I'm, like, I got to get, like, real thug with it. Like, in my head, I got to get in the zone. I got to get in, like, oh, you ready to fight this? Let's go. That's literally how I go into, like, parent, like, communication sometimes. Because these parents be crazy. And that that does make me feel uncomfortable. Um, Dang. Do Do you feel nervous about, like, your age? Because I feel like me, I look very young. Some of my eighth graders look older than me. And so I feel like sometimes when the parents come up to me, I can already tell just by the way of them, like, looking at me that they feel, like, not some type of way, but, you know, they feel like maybe I don't know as much as, like, an older teacher or whatever. And it's just, like... I, I told like you, that. I go into these com- into these conversations like ready to fight game face. <laughs> so even when like they come to me, like I put a face, like already like with an attitude, like I'm looking at mm-hmm. them with like a stained face, like like a straight on face. So like like my eyebrows are all up and stuff, like mm, you know, like kind of like just ready. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because I bring that energy. You know, I feel like because I bring that energy, like, even though they might still be mad, like, I don't feel, like, super intimidated because I already am in that headspace of, like, yeah, you know, ready to throw hands with these people. 
<laughs> These parents nah, are crazy. I haven't gotten that many like bad parents, so I've gotten lucky. I've gotten a lot of like understanding parents, and it's just like some honestly, are so <laughs> sweet. I've had listen. It's just I've yeah. been in this. I've been at this. You know, doing this for, for seven years time. already. <laughs> so I've had like all the extremes. I mean, I had one parent once. I remember who went off on her kid and was like, "Wait till we get home," and mm. I was like. I was cracking up. I was like, this is really funny. Oh my goodness. I feel like um, the most, this is probably the most anxious or uncomfortable that I've been in a long time, just like with the whole pandemic, you know? It's like at every moment, it's like for me, like, like this, just like looming and dooming, like a dark cloud. Um, so that makes me, you know, uncomfortable. Um you know, something the pandemic didn't make me anxious. No. I was a little bit nervous about, like, if I got COVID or, like, my family or whatever, right? But I, it's <laughs> so bad. It's because I'm an anxious person and a little antisocial. I was so happy that they were telling us not to leave our house. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know? For your friends, for your antisocial friends with anxiety, it was like, okay. You were like, I could do this. This is my style. I was like, okay, we don't gotta go nowhere. Oh, we chilling. Okay, work from home. Okay, okay. <laughs> you were like living your best life. Pretty much. I'm not even like trying to make a joke. I was chilling. Then, of course, towards the end, it became like, okay, I wanna like at least see my family, you know. But I was, I was chilling. I wasn't mad. The other people were mad. Like we can't go nowhere. And I was like. I ain't trying to go nowhere. <laughs> You're like, I've been not going nowhere. Y'all are y'all just catching up. <laughs> and you know that I never go nowhere, but you didn't know that a big part of that was my anxiety. Mm. You didn't know that. I did not know. Yep. yep. That is... Look at that. Learning something new every day. <laughs> um, let's see. Any Any last words of encouragement or tips that you have for people who are dealing with anxiety, social anxiety? Well, the number one thing is literally, it's like cliche as hell, but to know that like hella people out here have anxiety too. You know, I feel like a lot of times when you're anxious like that, like I was telling you, even me when I'm like frustrated, I get frustrated with myself about the fact that I'm anxious. Like if I'm anxious about working out or whatever, and then I don't end up doing it or even anxiety at the grocery store or whatever, then I, I start like beating myself up about the fact that I was, hella anxious in that moment, even if I do conquer the situation. So kind of just like, honestly, giving yourself grace and being kind with yourself and understanding that there's so many other people that go through this. And even though maybe you can't conquer anxiety 100%, you can conquer anxious moments. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's moments. It's not a whole, I don't even know how, you know what I'm trying Mm -hmm, to say, mm -hmm. you know, you might not be able to tackle the whole thing, but you could tackle little, little battles. And that's what I do. And I just applaud myself. Like if I paid the grocery and I had minimal anxiety, I'm like, wow, girl, you did that. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, you know, applaud yourself in the little moments where you do overcome the anxiety. And then, like I was mentioning, like talk yourself down, be aware of what you're feeling in that moment. Just be like, you're strong. You got this. You could do this. Relax, breathe in and out. And yeah, that's my tips. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. You? Um, you don't have nothing? No. Well, for someone um, that I think, you know, speaking from the perspective of someone who can be there as an ally, 
um, for someone who has anxiety. Um, I think that it would be important for us to just like know that our loved ones had this anxiety. And I would just encourage the people who are suffering from, you know, anxiety, whether it's, you know, mild or severe or people suffering with depression, again, mild or severe to just, uh, try you know to just communicate that with your loved ones in some way somehow and uh i'm sure that we would just absolutely 110% like love to help you cope in any way that we can and i think that for people who are you know in the loved one position of someone who has anxiety uh just kind of like be open to to you know that that person's like, 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 just be open, you know, like they have anxiety about things that you might not have anxiety about and that's okay. And just be open to listening and learning and just being there for that person in whichever way they need you to be there. That's good. I like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, primas. We love you all. We appreciate you. And, um, that's a wrap for this episode. So con muchísimo amor. Las primas. Besos.